and blessings. Ekabo, welcome to Hot Topics with Mama Yeye. Greetings, uh, Mama Yeye. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Greetings, everyone. Greetings, Ia, Awofolola. How are you this evening? Oh, I'm excellent, Ia. Ashe, very good, very good. Uh, I'm a little bit low-key tonight, but... Um, it's all in the in, in the moment, you know. Actually, yes. Um, I'd like to give thanks and praise to Oludumare, thanking the Creator of all things for life, and for all the beautiful people that are in the world right now. I would also like to thank our ancestors and give thanks to each and every person's ori, because it is our ori who make us where we are, take us where we are, make us who we are. So with that, I'd like to say love to everybody out there, you know. It's, I, I feel kind of solemn today for some reason, but we will figure it out, you know. Sometimes we have to go a little bit low-key and not be so hot, you know. So okay. even though we are hot topic, <laughs> I'm tired and, and be low-key a little bit today. Um our, uh, and yeah, because, you know, our topic is um, about women, and in particular, women in Ifa, and the title of Yanifa. Um, there's a few points that I would like to um, also discuss together tonight about Yanifa. Uh, but one of the questions I had in reference to Yanifa is, um, at what age is appropriate for a female to initiate into the order of Yanifa? Looking at um, Yanfa as the order of Ifa, where you go in to study and become, you know, a proficient um, priest of Ifa and Awo of Ifa. But the catch twenty two with it with that is that the title of Yanfa is actually a title that would be given to somebody who is already a priest. Okay. The next point I would like to make to um, for to discuss is what is uh required of a female in her role as Yanfa. What are the requirements? Because then this would bring us back to why it, why age is makes a difference. Why age makes a difference? The other question I would like to ask and for us to discuss is: Do we think that the title of Yanfa should be given to older women, postmenopausal women only? And uh, so, what what would we call? What would we call a young woman who has initiated into Ifa, as opposed to you know calling her Yanfa? What what do we call a young woman, given the fact that Yanfa is 
someone who is learned in Ifa, to my understanding, is a learned person in Ifa. Somewhat, um, people argue about if it's equivalent to a Babalao, to the title of Babalao, but, um, you know, there's a lot of controversy on that. Yes. I want to say, I want to say that um, my when when I initially made the post of this same topic uh, on Facebook in the group Ifa Orisha Edmunta, the statement that I made is in reference to young women, very young women, even sometimes. I haven't heard of a case of a baby being a Yanfa yet, but probably there is a young child that's Yanfa, you know. But uh, because nowadays everybody's, you know, a lot of females are, you know, wanting to go into Ifa, initiate, and then automatically, you know, you get the title Yanfa. Uh, but there's no age limit to that. Everybody going to Ifa the same way how the men go, you know, and they get a title Babalao. But that is controversial too because, of course, you know, you need to have years of study and learning and different levels of initiation in Ifa in order to become um, Babalao. So for people to be conscious of... um when they have a title, what what that title is saying to them? What does what does that title mean? So back, mm, let's say twenty years ago, and most more of, of of recent ten years ago, mostly only older women, especially older women from the from the diaspora, was going over um, to Nigeria and getting initiated as Ianfa. And of course, we know um, it is not as popular in Cuba as it is um, now in the United States still because of how the order of, uh, of Ifa is over there with the Babalaos. Okay? But we do have a lot of women uh, from the Hispanic countries like um, Venezuela, um, hello? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, Venezuela and um, Argentina, um, even Brazil, um, you know, women going over there, going over to Nigeria and becoming initiated in, as the Yanfa. Um, I've not heard of any groups, large groups of women going over to Nigeria from, uh, in the United States you know, getting initiated as Yanfa. I've heard of very, every, you know, people going, it's very small groups and going um, by themselves, you know, to initiate as um, into Ifa to, to, to get the title of Yanfa. So here we go now with, you know, a lot of people, it's not everybody that go to Ifa that their destiny tells them they're supposed to study and become uh, a proficient awo in Ifa. 
I think we had this. Uh, we had a discussion like this before, where we spoke of people who have titles, but the title itself does not depict what your destiny is saying that you are, or that you should be be doing in your life. Okay, so we don't know if it's a um, a melee or a melody where we. We just have to uh, decide for ourselves what issues does that create for the person. If they, you know, people go and say, yes, I'm Baba Lawu, yeah, I'm Yanfa, but then they're not really because they haven't um, aspired to what the title actually means. Um, someone put an interesting post, and if anybody's online and they want to come in and chime in, they can. Um, someone put an a, a, a interesting post in regard to Yanfa, and they had different, they mentioned different re- meanings given to the title Yanfa in different categories. Okay. And, of course, some people disagree with it because they figure that um, they figure that um, the Yanfa title only pertains to Ifa alone. But this is an interesting thing because you will wonder, well, okay, how do you call a little girl Yanfa? When the Yanfa... If you if you break it down, yeah means mother. How do you call a little girl mother? So there we have um you know some misconception about what the title Yanfa is really saying in the minds and hearts of what they what they think the title is all about. You know, I would like to hear, is there anyone online? Yeah? <coughs> well, we have yeah? a few polls. Yes, we have a few polls online. Uh, I think okay. it, uh, we have uh, Shelly and uh, yeah, uh, 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 um, Yvette, Goddess Yvette just dropped off, but she was online. So obviously she didn't want to talk. But I was trying to, I posted in the group that we was on now and the phone number of the group because, um, you know, my personal opinion and, you know, we talked about it is that, you know, um, I feel like the individual will know when they're ready to be a EO or whatever. I don't think that um, we could really decide on when that, you know, person takes the, uh, the, the full meaning of being initiated, being a priestess. I know for myself, I uh, had to grow into it. You know, some people are initiated and right away they, you know, claim their priesthood. They know more, you know, information. But I really had to research and learn and, um, you know, train myself before I felt like a fully uh, 
competent priestess. And I thank God for my godmothers, uh, Yeye Chifi uh, and Yeye Oshabi, um, because um, these are the women that helped me to gain the knowledge and move forward. Of course, Louisa e. Yeye, Louisa Tish, and you know, all these great mothers that are out there. Um, uh, Ian Nifa, Aina, Her Excellency, uh, her book, Core Fire. I mean, we have a lot of resources to develop our voice. And I just think that it's personal voice and the idea of it being, um, assigned to any different titles by who knows what. I guess it's according to what lineage that you initiate into that you should follow that lineage. Um, or now, not. Well, this this issue of Ianfa and also Varalevo is not so much about, you know, learning and all of this. It's about understanding where you are when you first get initiated and what your destiny because everything has just become very generic. That's 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 the point I'm trying to make. The term the 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 the, 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 the term is generic and the Babalao term is generic because you cannot by by giving these terms out like you know like like giving these terms I'm not even calling them titles giving the terms out like you know like water it's very hard to distinguish who is who so it creates a problem when I said who is who who is a learned Iyanfa who is a learned Babalawu even though like you know, we discussed earlier. People mm-hmm. always study in Ifai. You go along, study, 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 study. Even those who are destined to study, they continue studying throughout life. The study never stops. You always study. So that's a given. That's a given. But when you have, um, you know, a name for something, it sticks. Like a stigma, and it comes like it comes like uh, with a label on it, prepackaged. So here it is. You have a, a prepackaged title, but then when you open it to find it, what's inside is not what the title, what the what the label says. So let's let me let me make a few pointers that were made in reference to this, and I know some people that a listening may not agree, but um, someone brought up these points in reference to the term Ianfa in the, in the group. It says, uh, Ianfa is not a singular thing, and it does not solely refer to a woman who has done her itefa. In many cases, the Ianfa has not gone through an Ifa initiation. This is what someone wrote. Now, this is not me talking right. and reading the person's statement. They say, yet the title is still used. At the same time, Yanfa, much like um, Babalawo, is a term, title, 
that is often used in proper context to refer to one that has gone through their itifa, but is not a priest, nor are they studying to be one. So you see, that's another, that's another thing. So we, we, that's the thing that we're talking about right there, where the term yantra is being used. You went through tifa, itifa, and then you become yantra all of a sudden. But you're not studying, and you're not a priest. You're not studying to be an awu. You just have the title of the Yanfa. So and, somebody uh, you on there. Mm-hmm. I think that the blog talk is messing with the callers online because we just dropped two calls. But if you will, if you're having problems getting on, please give us a call because um, I need to report this to Blog Talk because our show yesterday was very uh, much. People was um, disconnected and everything. But um, I I see what you're talking about in terms of people just randomly giving titles and stuff like that. And we have to do something to prevent our you know, we to prevent people from um, using the Iyanifa and somehow, um, you know, just having it out there with no meaning behind it. I think that that I would agree upon fully is that we have to uh, unite as Iyanifas and put our own spin on what's going on and how we want to, you know, accept people, you know, through through our system. Well, you know, um, yeah, I think the situation is out of control at this point. It's out of control because... um, when, when you go to Nigeria, and it doesn't matter what age you are, you go to Nigeria and you initiate um, in Ifa, and um, you, if you're a woman, they call you Iyanfa. So it's out of control. It's out of control. Like it, it really, I mean, it would take a whole mind shift for everybody to even begin to think about changing it. But what well, I, hmm? I was going to say that um, you you brought up a very good point, a shift in consciousness, but those of us that walk with the Ianifa title now that feel the need to, you know, put our energy into, you know, uh, making sure people are understanding about who we are and what we do and all that, you know, we could have a United Iyanifa something. And I've seen that several people have tried to accomplish that. But it really just takes a shift of consciousness and recognize that the spirit gives us all these ideas and that the spirit works with whomever is going to implement it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing another thing is this, right? Another thing is this. And I brought I brought up the point because 
scary it is now. We have a lot of older women endeavoring to go into IFA. You know, I mean, people going to IFA by droves. I mean, nobody is blocked from going to um, receive IFA. Nobody, no one. As it goes, IFA is for everybody. Okay. So no one is blocked from, being, from going in to receive IFA. But when it comes to um, that aspect of actually becoming the priest or becoming the awo and studying the secrets of Ifa, that's where the women, we are behind. And you when don't. I say that, even, even in Nigeria, where the young girls are exposed to Ifa, they also get left behind in terms of Ifa. And only few really go to the point of growing up and becoming a Yanifaz. Because when the boys are able to study and learn, the girls, are they're, they're busy doing housework, cooking, raising babies, young women too, you know, not just girls, young women, raising babies, doing the chores, and doing all of these things. So you would find a lot of young men going, young boys even, going, getting initiated into IFA, and the young girls, even though they were exposed to IFA, this is before initiation, they, and they know IFA probably just as good as the boys, because you know how children like sponges, they soak stuff up. So they have all the, all, all the information in them, but yet they don't... Um, get to practice. They don't become practicing, so that's why you have so many babalaos and not a whole bunch of yanfas that practice in Nigeria. Now, when it comes to us in the diaspora, the older women, I mean, the practice is not going on. I mean, if it is, it's going on very minutely. It's not on a wide scale. It's not Going up, no, not really, no academies, no, you know, no, no large groups of women that are studying together. No, you know, none of this is happening. And even so, when this do happen, there is so many different aspects of Ifa to study, not just Odu, you know, right. application of herbs, different prayer, a lot of things to commit to memory. You know? Right. And so we find ourselves behind in that respect. Okay? So that's where the advantage of, of, of even the young people, that are the young women that are in IFA right now, that's where the advantage is. Because while they're young, they can be studying. They can be studying, and by the time they get to maybe our age, then they would be you know, real good Yankas, top notch if they study from young. Right. So see, so that's where that's where the advantages of being in Ifa from young. Now, we were not exposed to Ifa here in the Afra. We didn't grow up with Ifa. Right. You know? Maybe one or two, you know, if you want to compare to like, you know, you know, thousands of thousands of people. You know, right. maybe, you know, to, you know what I mean? And um, 
because we didn't grow up in, in Ifa, even if you start at a very young age, it would be good if you, you know, do that in groups. Not so much singly, you know, or you have an owl teaching you, which is good, you know, you can have an owl teach you one, two, but that still doesn't make a dent in getting on par with the 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 owls the, with the with the babalawos with the male. It doesn't make a dent in it. You see, if you study singly, you understand. I don't know if you know people agree with me or not. This is just my my observation, my analysis of the whole thing. Um, well, I want to mention something. Let me let me just open the line before they drop off. We have a person okay. in. Three days, eight oh nine. What do you think about what Ian Nifa said? Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. Hello. Aburo boy boshi she. Aburo aso. phone. This is Alden, Mama Yeye. This is me. Ashe, how are you? I'm doing pretty good tonight. It's a nice Very Friday good. night over here in the. Very yeah, I've been good. listening to your guys' conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree a lot on on the uh, on what you've been saying about um, the kind of the disparity between, you know, the p- people in Nigeria or in Yoruba and who from a young age learn Ifa, you know, they're molded into it. So we are, you know, in a sense, miles away from where they are even at, just because of language. So. Um, what I wanted to say was the following. You know, when, when somebody receives the title of Baba Lawo, or, or, you know, they, they have had to prove themselves through lots of learning uh, many years under the tutelage of, of, an, of another Awo or another Baba Lawo. Mm-hmm. So I think that, that when people say Iyanifa, that's a title of kind of, it's the equivalent of a Baba Lawo. It's a, a woman who has, undergone stud- uh, an immense amount of study. So I think a lot of people get lost in, in the terminology. You know, they, they, like, it's like the people who go, to, who go to Nigeria and come back and they're like, I'm a babalawo. But they're not. They're an awo. Or an mm-hmm. omo awo. Mm-hmm. So women are, omo, are, are awo and omo awo as well at that point. It's not, uh, until, they, okay. not until they go through, through, the, through the motions and they learn or do they learn all the, all the aspects of the priesthood that they then, you know, their their elder says, okay, now you can call yourself a Yanifa or you can call yourself a Babalao or a council says it. I so, say. uh, so I think I, I resonate a lot with what you're saying about the learning. And, and it, it's, it's something that you needs know, to be spoken of. If, you tell, if yeah. you tell someone right now, if you tell, you know, a grown woman that gone over there and, you know, even though she's studying Nifa right now and everything to take Ian for off her name, she's going to look at you like you're crazy. No, yeah. yeah you I know. know, to remove the title. Because <laughs> yeah. she's going to look at you like, what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> because, you know, so here it is now. Do you think we have to educate? I mean, you know, this is sticky because, how are you going to tell the, um, the Babalawos over there in Nigeria, stop telling the people that they are Yafa <coughs> when they initiated and just tell them, listen, if you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're supposed to be learning Ifa, you are now Awo Ifa to study Awo, mm. Awo, secret. You should study. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Exactly. I agree. Because a wall, a wall is not necessarily a male. A wall, a wall no, is just a, a priest. No, it's a female. A wall a wall means student of the mystery. I mm-hmm. So, so that's that's the thing. That's 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 the detail. Yeah. But uh, I think I what I said about making group about yeah. making groups is a good idea. It's a, it's a very good idea. A very good uh, thing, you know, to make groups. You know, it's, like you said, it's good for a person to have their wall and they have private lessons and stuff. But when you unite people together and, and to create study groups, you learn a lot, you know, because different people can, 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 you know, add a bit about their experience and maybe a way in which they were able to learn a certain uh, chant or a certain uh, medicine better. And, Actually, you know, it's, it's, I think it's a good, mm-hmm. a good start, you know, good, a good seed to plant. I'll say sharing the secret. I'll say. Hello. Mhm. Yeah. So yeah, that 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 is the thing, you know. So you know, when you, when we look at it now, you know, it's so um, huh? It's you know, I mean, I could tell you this, you know, like for instance, there are some women, um, you know, when they make yanfa, they look at the apetibi, the olorisha, and like, oh, I'm higher than you. <laughs> uh. I'm I'm not lying. They look at you like you could have many more years experience, and then they look at you as if they are higher than and actually tell you out of them, you know, I'm higher than you. I got Ifa. You see, so that's another um, um, disparity where, you know, the titles breed a sort of um, division and disrespect other people who are like for instance in you know in the Lukumi system if whoever gets made before you they look at it as as if they they're your senior right am I wrong mm-hmm. yes yeah. so all these uh uh Lukumi Yanfas <laughs> I can't even say Lukumi Yanfa you know <laughs> <laughs> but you know, these young Yanfas, you know, that, you know, you, you're carrying the title of mother and then you're going to say, um, you're going to say what to somebody that is not any Yanfa that is way older than you, what are you going to say to them? I'm Yanfa, I'm mother and Yanfa, so, you know. Well, you know, I, I think have, that, I'm sorry, Ia. I don't, have to, I don't have to salute you. Or I don't do all of the do we far and all this type of stuff. You see, so it it breeds some dissension in a way. Because some people are very um I don't wanna say ignorant, but lack of knowledge mm-hmm. of what they have and lack of um decorum and that evil poly that is needed when you or or the Iwapuele that is gained with, with with experience. You know what I mean? With years of experience. Mm-hmm. Long, yes. You know? So that's that's where it is. Um so what? I wanted some um um oh 
a comment that was made in the group about um, young cats. It says that, and this is in response to the question, what age is appropriate for the female to initiate into the order of Yampa? And um, one um, group member said, my elders said, women were not initiated to Ifa until they reached a certain age, i.e., no menstrual cycle. Just in the past 10 years, that rules have changed. They yes. think this caused the movement of women flocking to Africa with money in hand because, one, there were more younger women than older women that wanted to stay on the path of Islam. And two, there's no Odu that specifies age or gender. For example, um, you know, they initiate young boys to Ifa, and they have no age limitation. You see? So there's no age mm-hmm. limitation in going to Ifa. Anybody can get initiated to Ifa. Even a little, very little baby, a baby, can get initiated into Ifa. But what we want to clarify or specify very much is the title and the path and the destiny. A lot of people don't pay attention to their destiny. What did Ifa mm-hmm. actually to you? What did Ifa say to you? Did Ifa tell you to become a priest? Not everybody. No way. No. Ifa don't tell everybody the same thing. So people think because they're initiated in Ifa, then they they automatically are become a priest and well, you know, Yanfa or or Babalawo. And this is not the case. What can we do yeah, about I, it? I don't even. I, I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you, uh, Mama Yeye. I think you know. Um, my understanding, personally, this is from you know what I understand is that you know Orunmila is the Elerenipin, and he you know he's there when we pronounce our destinies to Oludumare before incarnating. He's the one that's there, and that Odu, that Odu that encompasses all that we've come to do upon the earth, you know, is the, is the result of the Itefa ceremony. It's not from Ishefa. It's, not for, it's from Itefa. The Itefa gives you your destiny that you chose before coming to earth. So Ashe. nobody should be, should be prohibited, blocked from learning their destiny. And, and like, I agree, like, just because Itefa doesn't mean that you're going to be a priest or you're, you are a priest. It means that you are a, an that doesn't make you a priest. A priest requires a lot of training and requires a calling, requires, you know, the appointment by Arumila. So mm-hmm. I okay. resonate a lot with what you're saying, a lot, a lot with what you're saying in that sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think also that um, we have to look at it from a perspective of, from our IFA. IFA has worked with each one of us who have drawn the title for the initiation, let's say that. Mm-hmm. And I think that Ifa also uh, uh, lets you know when you're ready to go out into the community and represent Ifa. I think that um, it might be that a lot of women may be going to get initiation in Africa to Ifa, but that does not say that they are ready to go and express themselves as, oh, yeah, now I'm an Ifa. I think the Ifa 
uh, initiation is the beginning step. And when you first initiate, there are so many changes that you go through personally that it's hard to go out into the community to try to reach out and help this one and help that one, you know, and represent yourself as a practitioner available. I think that um, mm -hmm. you, you do go through your own personal metamorphosis so that you are able to know your path, whether it be a priest or not. You know, yeah, for instance, right? Okay. You get initiated, and when you look at your Odu and you try to understand the Odu that you have, the Odu will kind of drive you, or it's supposed to, drive you, but if you have a different conception in your head, if you're thinking differently, meaning like, you know, there's some blinders on, you look at your Odu and all you see is, I am a priest, I'm a Iyanfa, I'm Babalawo, that's all you see. You're not seeing that it says, listen, you need to try to have, um, try to make a family, try to be good with your family. You're not seeing that it's telling you, okay, you're supposed to be, um, you know, a community builder, you know, trying to get people to come together. It, 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 they're not seeing that, oh, yeah, you're supposed to be a doctor, you know. You're, you know, you're supposed to be a farmer. You're supposed to be, a, you know, a mother. You're, you know, the simple thing. But people have their ambitions, and whatever their ambitions say is what it is. Because a lot of people just aspire to go to Isa because it's an ambition, not because, you know, they got called to go, and not because, you know, somebody else that, you know, it, it was told to them that everybody needs to have Isa. People go because, you know, they, you know, their ambition. The other people go for what, for their health, for their life. And when mm -hmm. you go get your Odu, your Odu basically line it out for you, believe it or not. It might it might seem like it's a simple thing, but when this Odu talk about, and then they give you these taboo things that you shouldn't and shouldn't do, I think if people follow them, then they will see their life unfolding in the way that their Odu say is supposed to unfold. But most times, I don't think people follow their Odu. That's just my thought. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. They get initiated, and then, you know, a lot of people, you know, they, you know that's why we have a lot of, um, hmm, uh, <laughs> we, we were making a joke about it today in a group called um, 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 priest, priest Hoppers or Bunny Jumpers. People who go from one person to the one priest to the next, to get results because this one didn't, in their mind, they didn't know enough, and who knows if they know enough or not. There's so many variables to it, but, you know, people run from here to there, here to there, here to there, here to there, trying to get something done. Even even people, you know, people that are initiated do Ebo, have to do Ebo all the time. But the big issue is, you know, where are you going to be studying? Are you going to live up to the title that you have? You know, are you going to live up to Yanfa? Or are you going to live up to 
Babalao. I mean, do you really want to call yourself Iyanfa Babalao when you're not? You know? You know, just call yourself Awo, even though they you might run over to Africa and say, yeah, yeah, you Iyanfa now. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, but what did my Odu say? My Odu say, take care of myself. Ah. <laughs> you know? So how can you be Yanfa taking care of yourself? That's not the responsibility of the Yanfa, just to take care of herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I, I I hear what you're saying, but um, and not it's not even a but. I'm saying that um, whether or not a person becomes an Ianifa is not really up to them. Because even though those women flock to Africa to get Ianifa, if Ifa don't condone it, you won't get it. And oh, really? Is, Not true? Yeah. Huh? yeah, no, no, no. If you have the money, you'll get it. Okay? No, but you I'm saying the- that, what I'm saying is that the universe doesn't work out for the people that are doing it without, I believe when, even if you have the money or whatever, getting the initiation is a path that opens to you. And if you get that path open to you, it's because you needed to have it for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And that all of it works to the good. I think that what I'm hearing you say is the problem is that People put out a shingle and say Ianipa, as if they have information because they got the initiation, you know. And I don't know too many people that are able to sustain that, you know. Like they might come out with it initially, first getting their Ianipa initiation or Babalao initiation or whatever initiation they get from Africa, but after a while they go down within themselves or they they get off whatever network because it as soon as they start writing things already you know that that person did not get what they you know is not an elder to get information well you know even if there are very few Ianfas in the world. I mean, real, real ones. I mean, you know, I mean, there are a lot of people that have the title, yes, yeah, but, you know, there are very few Ianfas working, you know, practicing and being and, and living up to that title. There are very, very few. Even though there are a lot of people with a title, a whole bunch. And it's growing, and it's going to be more, even more. And um, it's not to say that down the road, because of the fact that we have so many people getting the title, and maybe because of the title itself, quote, unquote, Ianfa, that people are actually endeavoring to study and to live up to the title. You know, I even had, you know, one lady said that, you know, her daughter got uh, initiated Ianfa, and she said that her daughter has just been studying, studying, studying. That's all that she does is study Yifa. So that is a good thing. 
you know? Okay. You know, that is a that is a very good thing. You know, I don't know in you know, with all the disparity and uh, you know, I should say inequality that's going on in far as far as women is are concerned. Right. Um um that if this Yanfa trend would actually breed a real new breed of Yanfas, you know, of 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 if I, if a priest of owls that are capable, quite capable of, you know, working in Ifa and doing, you know, all the different things in Ifa that the men do. Okay? So maybe it's just the beginning of something something new, something different. You know what I mean? I think it's yeah. Um, you know, cause we, we know if you go back 20 years, you know, you barely, you say, yeah, people be people in, 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 this, in this way of life would be saying, what is that? Especially us in the diaspora, we'd be like, what's that? Because, you know, it was, it, you know, it just was very low-key back then. But now it's just taken off like wildfire. And I don't know if this is because, you know, women are feeling more empowered you know, if it's an empowerment um, that women are, are feeling and where things in Ifa itself, quote-unquote, are changing, things in Ifa are changing, and um, <clears throat> so we will have to look down the road. I don't know if I'll be around to see it, but maybe that's where it's heading, where, you know, when you talk about going to Ifa, you, you, you see a whole bunch of women working, in the uh, just like in Ocha, you know, in 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 in, uh, in Lukumi, it's mainly you will see a lot of women working in the in the ceremonies, in the initiation. Well, same thing. You know. Same thing with the role of um of of Oba in um in in Lukumi, where now more women are endeavoring to become Oba as well. And there's some other consequences with that too. Mm-hmm. Hey, I was asking, was it the Oba? Excuse me, the Oriota, the Oriate, the Oriate, which is um, the master of ceremonies in the, in in um, in Lukumi, is also called Oba. Okay, I say the Oriate. That's the title that they use, Oba. Well, my godmother was definitely one, so I definitely uh, know that um, that position has been available for women. I also want to say that, um, you know, it's a shame that we can't, I was looking at some of those comments on there, and it's a shame that we always have to be sort of like the Jehovah Witnesses with ourselves. You know, to tell what people can and cannot do. And I think that the age of enlightenment is here, you know, and that people are responsible for themselves and what they, you know, aspire to do with their lives. Yeah, I disagree with you. You know why? Why? The people need to be responsible for other people as well. Because if people are if people are only selfish and responsible for themselves alone, that means whatever they do is all right. It doesn't matter what they do, even though what they do might affect me. 
I say no, 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 babe. I think you misunderstood me. I'm not talking okay. about those that are gone and doing things that are that we would consider to be in a, uh, you know, an abund um, uh, uh, insult or you know, abomination or whatever. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about people that actually get initiated into Ifa and begin to feel the spirit of what that Ifa brings to them. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just talking about the personal, uh, you know, gifts and, and bonuses that come from initiating into Ifa. Because I could tell you the type of Ifa person, if Ifa was not real, the type of Ifa person that I'd be is sneaking in and sneaking out. That's how I thought I was going to be. But Eva mm-hmm. won't me be in the dark. Mm-hmm. Eva said, no, you got to speak up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I can't be in the dark. You know, I can't be, uh, you know, a part to um, negativity that isn't, you know, isn't helpful to our people to our cause, to what we're about as individuals. I can't. Yeah. But, but even but even so, yeah, right? What mm-hmm. happens, you know, sometimes we make decisions, right? Human right. beings make decisions, and then the decision becomes like a collective thing, and then it may not even be the, the best decision for us, but because it's collective, everybody just go along with it. Nobody wants, nobody steps up to change it. Nobody says, like, listen, no, this, this, is, creating, this, is, this, this is creating a problem. Let's change it. Sweetheart, it's, you doing it right now, Mama Yay Yay. You changing it just by you putting that, that question there, and it got 240 comments. That says to me that, you know, change is upon us, you know what I'm saying, and that we're all change makers in our right, and that the way that Ifa is, because it's such a personal and unique experience to look at your own self through your own eyes without your ego getting in the way, you know, it really does bring you to a clarity of purpose and principle. And the only way that Eva uh, works is when you're honest with who you really are. I agree with you, you know, Ia. I really agree with you because I know the power of Ifa. The Alicia's and Edmunds are very magnanimous. The powers are just like Ashay. And when you when when they really touch you, you know, you you see your own self. You look in the mirror and you wonder, well, if that is me, is this, is this the same person? Because even your thinking, your mannerisms, and everything will just transform. So Ifa does have the ability to transform people, to transform them. But what we battle with out here is the norms, you know? Battle with the norms. Each individual person, you battle with the norms of, like, you know, what society thinks. What are your other Ifa brothers doing? What is this? What is that? Like, me personally, in the very beginning, 
when I started my walk, I mean, I was like really drag kicking and screaming because I didn't want to do it. Exactly. You see? So, so you're right with what you're saying. You know that if people take it upon themselves and embrace Ifa the way how Ifa embraced them, they would they would see their own transformation. I say. You know? But getting back to our our um our our topic and uh and switching it up a little bit. I'm sorry. One, one of the reasons one of the reasons for um the um why it was said before that before now that you know the trend for Yantra has caught on so so much is uh for women to be past their menopause past without blood and when you look at how women and men are different you know men don't go through that every month thing and you know so it doesn't prohibit them from doing certain rituals, you know, different things, working with the Orishas and all of these things. When it comes to women who are still seeing their menstrual cycle, that can interfere very much with how you work with Orisha. And I'm not talking about, you know, when women are open, as when they're at their height of spirituality, when they're having their period. I'm not talking about nothing like that because when you have your period you also have cramps, back pain and, 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 and heavy bleeding. All of these right. things. You understand? So all of these things can interfere with the process of learning and studying and working in the at a young age. When you're an older woman, you don't have to worry about none of those things. You don't have to worry about interrupting your prayers or getting out of the, um, stopping in the middle of an ebo or, or whatever or not being present in front of Risha. You don't have to worry about if, you, you know, if, you, if there's an odor coming from you. You don't have to worry about any of those things when you're older. So then at that point, you're free to work and do Isa as much as possible. I say. Well, I know that that's true, but I want to say that um, developmentally as humans, we don't really get to the point where we're thinking about God in the same way that we do when we become elders, say over 50. So I, that, didn't say, I didn't understand you clearly. What did you say? I said developmentally as humans that the age, each age goes through its own stage of revelation, whether it be intimacy in the beginning, you know, according to the social stages, psychosocial social stages of mm-hmm. development, Erickson, that each group uh, level of development is going through its own uh crisis so that we have to go through these various different crises in order to get into it. And spiritually, on that stage 
uh, of development where people are young, their development is not as far. They have not experienced things as far and unless they come with that ancestor knowledge inside. And there's many children that come with that, that, you know, but they still have to go through the stages of development. So the stages of development, you can't make a baby walk. You know, you got to take care of a baby. Each stage we can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I see where you're coming from. I see where so, you're coming from. You so know, but, mm-hmm. what, what you're talking about is the development of that requisitive information, body of knowledge, where you say, you know what, I am a mother, and I represent, you know, a mother to the fullest, not just with my own children, but anybody out there. I'm a mother, and that my job is to protect, you know, and to nurture, to love. So, Ashe, that development did not come to me, you know, when I was in my 20s and my 30s. In my 20s and my 30s, I was uh, trying to do extended family work, but I was more like a, a peer working with women or even with children, working with them as a big sister, that kind of thing, rather than to... Oh, no, no. I, I, I understand that, you know, you made me reflect on something that was told to me by an elder a long time ago mm-hmm. and someone I was studying with. And they said, you know, you came with the right mind to earth. You came with the right spirit. That's how come you ended up finding Ifa, finding Orisha, dealing with Egun. You came with the right mind, but you were you you were misplaced. You know, you were like born in the wrong place. Because imagine if you were raised in Nigeria, raised in Ifa. So by the time you come, and this is probably true for a lot of us here in the for that we're displaced from what it is that we're naturally drawn to. Because if you look at the amount of people in the world. Even though we know that Ifa is for everyone, not everybody is going to make Ifa. Not everybody that makes Ifa is going to become Ifa priest, even though, you know, quote-unquote, we got the title. But we're not going to come become Ifa priest because that's not our destiny. But there are those of us who um, we got misplaced, and I can see it. Because, for instance, at this point in my life right now, I'm, I'm, I did like a mental calculation. I'm like, okay, boom, 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 if I study this, I study this, I study that, da, da, da. When, when would I be really proficient in Ifa? Maybe when I reach 100. And not because of mental incapability, not because that I mentally can't do it or my spirit is not willing. I got to consider to my body. An older body, an older body, when you're talking about the developmental stages, that, that psychosocial development comes with, come with age, with a certain age. So at a certain age, your body is doing this and your body is doing that, your body is doing that. Even though here I'm an older woman who 
Don't have her, her menstrual cycle anymore. And I have free reign to work with Ifa. Free reign to work with Orisha. Um, free reign to work with Egun. Nothing's stopping me. But if I'm capable physically to do it. Like right. people were arguing about sitting on the mat, about sitting on the mat. I tell them I'd be buying on a table. I sit oh. up, divine at a table, go down on the mat and sit down there for a good length of time and then tell, tell me how you're behind feel after that and you're back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, being, I'm being practical, and it's not that I'm being disrespectful or anything. If I have to go and sit on the mat, sit on the mat, I surely would like a cushion. I say. You understand? I say. Mm. Then you have to get up. You sit down there. You you sit down there for a length of time. Your feet, your everything. You got to start rubbing. Da 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 da. You jump up, boom boom boom, and make sure you get up easy because then you might hurt your back. So the young people, what is my advice is to you if you're any far, you know, do your do, do your diligence and study, so that when you get to be older, that you will be very good Ifa priest that you can work, help yourself, help other people and, and go on and live that live that very good life that Ifa promised us, you know. It's it's really a very beautiful lifestyle. And nobody in Ifa is poor, I can tell you all that. If you say you poor something wrong. Okay. And when I say poor I'm I'm not looking don't look don't look at monetary value. Just look at the value overall of what you have. Okay, and and even if you look at money, the, the Orishas take it take money. When you got to do a boat, you got to have money. You want to put Arimu to your Orisha, you have to have money. Unless you have like a nice yard with a whole bunch of fruits and all this stuff back in it, you can just go out and pick it. Okay. So, you know, with that, I'd like to... um. If we didn't have any more callers, I'd like to say to everyone that um, a lot of what um, we're going through is that we're going through by ourselves, that we're really not by ourselves, even though we feel like we're by ourselves in studying or even learning and all of this stuff. I'd like to invite um, people to come um, into the group, um, Ifa Orisha Egun Talks, and, you know, Share your comments and your and your opinions and everything. If you, if you if you can't find the group because the group is secret now, so that people would be able to, um, you know, voice their opinions and they don't get any slack from people who are not too much Ifa or Risha Edmund savvy. So uh, it is a secret group, but you can always inbox me uh, on Facebook Ofefe O F A O F A E O F A E and um, you know, I can add you to the group if you like. And um, also, um, we're having here in Miami a meet-up um, in honoring the ancestors, honoring Onile, and just to get to know other Orisha people. The group is on meetup.com, and it's called Ifa Orisha Egun People. And that's Orisha with the H in it, O-R-I-S-H-A. So it's Ifa Orisha people on meetup.com 
Okay. So I'd like to invite all you all to come out to that event. It will be on uh, April 20th, Sunday, on a Sunday uh, afternoon from 3 p.m. until maybe when the park closes uh, at, um, at the Enchanted Forest Park. That's in Miami off of uh, Biscayne, Biscayne Boulevard and 135th Street, Northeast. So... I wish I could come. Excuse me? I said, I wish I could come. Oh, yeah, man. I wish you could come for real, you know, because, you know, but, 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 yeah, are, is it cold where you are still? No, it's uh, actually was about 65 today. So it's getting better, but they said on Monday it'll get back cold again, and by Thursday it'll be snowing. Yeah, you get, oh, well, it's still snowing and stuff there, but, yeah, but, you know, when it's summertime, you know, we, we, we just need to do more things to come together, I think, you know, because once you come together, you, you know, like you said, we, we learn more from each other. We learn more. I might know a little piece of this, you might know a little piece of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I look mm-hmm. forward to, I would like to have uh uh a meetup of uh, all the all the um, different listeners for us to come together for um, uh, actual prayer for the Agun, for the um, Arishas, and you know really make it a big uh, effort to uh, really connect with the universal force that wants us to move on better than we were. So I look forward to that. I look forward to that. So as I want people to know that they can always uh, email us or contact us on Yoruba House of Worship, which will be turning to uh, soon, Ifa House of Worship. And just contact us with your announcements that you want us to make, uh, uh, referring to Ifa Risha things, and we'll do it, you know, and, you know, give us a contact number because we need to unite. That's something that we have to do. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of the, um, you know, the thing with uniting is, you know, because you get to dispel a lot of negative energy, you know, because sometimes, because we don't know each other well, we tend to think adversely about each other, you know. You know, I wonder how this person, I wonder how this person is. But if we come together for one common goal, you know, we would find out that we have much more in common than we do in differences. Well, you know, there are some people like me. I don't come with preconceived yeah. notions. I'm coming to do the work. I'm coming to unite based on the spirit yes. of the mothers. Yes. That this meetup yeah, meet that I'm doing is not just for um, people who are initiated. This is for the uninitiated person. As long as you have an interest in Ifa, Orisha, or Egun, and, you know, your, 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 your spirit is leading you towards this way, this is, you know, this, this, this is the meetup um, for you. I'm going to be doing them regularly, too, you know, because... 
I, you know, I'm, I'm a person that, you know, I would take my drum, go in the park, sit down, make a little prayer, and, you know, sit down, play the drum, and do all of these things, and just watch the people. And people come by and they say they like it, and, you know, this and this and that. So it's more of so we can get in touch with nature more and help Mother Nature to heal us and us heal the earth, too, because... A lot of people are feeling very out of sorts, out of whack, very tired, very stressed, very disoriented. And, and I, I've been getting a lot of complaints, you know, like with people that want readings and stuff. These are the things that they're experiencing. So something tells me that something is out of, out of balance, something is off balance. Why so many people are having the same complaint? So the best way that I know to get in balance is to go in nature. So it's to commune with nature. When you go in nature, when you start to regain your balance, because with all the things that they're doing to destroy the earth right now, imagine the earth is still sustaining us, still regulating itself. We still can breathe the air. We still can, you know, um, the food still grows. You know what I mean? So this is the thing that we have to really um, do to try to align ourselves some. So I'd like to invite everyone out there who is, you know, if you're in the Miami area on April 20th, Sunday. You know, that's my brother's birthday. Oh, that's <laughs> my brother's birthday. He, he, but my brother passed, you know, but that is his birthday too, my brother. My, my favorite brother. That's my firstborn child. Yeah. My brothers aren't listening. <laughs> <laughs> But he, I, brother, we were really close, him and I. <laughs> yeah. Mhm. Okay. So. Okay. So in 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 ending our Ianfa um, conversation, you know, I I really think that a trend, not the trend of just initiating and becoming and call, being called the Ianfa, but I think um, because more young women are going uh, to Ifa, and more young women are endeavoring to get that to go to that path. That they have more of an opportunity to study and to become um, learned Yanfas as they grow older. That's okay. that's what my thing is, you know. So, with all that said, I'd like to wish everybody a pleasant good night. Ashe. Ashe. Odabo. Odabo. Morio. <laughs> we'll see you next Friday, yes. same time. Tune in, for, uh, tune in for Everyday Magic on Thursday at 8 o'clock. And then Mind, Body, and Soul Connection on uh, Wednesday at 8 o'clock. And Friday, Hot Topics with Mama Yeye. And then soon to be. Sunday, uh, I have, uh, which is Ifa House of Worship, Hour of Power. And one day I want you to come on there and I want us to discuss the um, power of being a woman. Non-secular, just the power of being a woman. And I thought that would be so powerful. So I'm going to be arranging that with you. 
and we'll be on with that. So we have a lot of exciting things coming for this year and next year, and we are all going to be bringing in our highest and greatest destiny, Ashe. 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 Oh, buddy, yeah, yeah. 